I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, it's just me at the top of the show to let you know of a few things. So yes, I'm sorry, Gold Coast. Last week got cancelled. Or this week, I'm, I'm still currently there. I meant to be. But it got cancelled. Or not cancelled, got postponed. So I'll be doing it in September, September 18th. So if you're on the Gold Coast... I'll be there, but I'm also doing a bunch of shows around the country before that as well. So, Tassie, I'm going to be there July 21 and 23 in Hobart, one at Jokers, one at the casino. So make sure you come along to those if you're in Tassie, if you're in Hobart. Then I'm going to be up in Brisbane doing the Brisbane Comedy Festival, two podcasts there, July 31st, August 1st. Then I'm going to be down in Melbourne doing the uh, two the two birthday shows that got postponed before. So that's going to be August 7, August 8 at the Comedy Republic. Then I'm going to be in Adelaide, August 13, August 14, August, August 13, doing the Rhino Room, August 14, doing apparently with Ben Lomas. So that'll be lots of fun. Then October, October 2, I'm going to be over in Perth. So I'm going to be doing uh, a podcast there at Oasis Comedy Club at the Brisbane Hotel, plus getting up uh, that week in uh, Perth doing shows. I'm also doing a kids show, August 7, at Comedy Republic. So if you've got kids, age between like 4 and 10, I'd say, I think I really dig the show, okay? It's a really nice show. It's called Humankind, and then I'm going to be taking that to Perth as well for the Awesome Arts Festival. All of these dates are on joshearl.com.au, so go over there, get some tickets, buy them all up so I don't have to start the show every week by saying, hey, come and see me do comedy. Hey, I've also got a whole bunch of T-shirts for sale, the brand-new T-shirts, the big head one that uh, you all like saying, hey, that's a really cool design. I want it on a T-shirt. Well, now I do. It's on a black AS uh, color T-shirt. It looks very cool. I've already been shipping a whole bunch out, so thanks everyone who's already bought one. If you want one, go to joshearl.com.au slash merch. You'll get them there. I've also got some of the old ones too, the white ones, uh, with the Celeste Potter design of the Thinking Man. So if you want one of those too, get them while stocks are very low. Thanks everyone for being Patreon subscribers. You guys are the best, keeping the lights on. Go to patreon.com slash dykwia. New episodes of Top 5 every single Monday, so make sure you go on there and listen to them all. They're very, very funny. Speaking of funny, this episode, enjoy with Matt O'Kine, Zoe Kuzma, Brent Griffin, aka Spod, and Ben Jenkins. And welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I discovered on the internet I share my name with a Texan man who is the assistant manager of Schlotsky's Sandwiches in Red Rock, who, post-COVID, in order to entice customers back into the store, they ran a competition where you got the chance to have a sandwich with Brian Baumgarter, the actor who played Kevin in The Office. What a, <laughs> what, what a cop. I'd love what? to win that. Now we're talking. He played Kevin. Wow. So do you actually go in like you have go a in sandwich the store. with him? Yeah, he's there. He has a sandwich with Brian or Kevin from the office. What the? That would be really Final. awkward. How I reckon it would, you'd, you'd want at least half hour. How? To get it, to get through all the questions you'd have for Kevin from the office. <laughs> Who's you'd, which yeah. one's Kevin? The, the I think bald he's guy. The bald guy. The big guy. The kind which of weird o- bald guy in the office. Which office are we talking? The American one. American office. American, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. that, okay. Why would Kevin from the office do oh, that? Yeah, right. He must. He, w- he either owes money to that sandwich shop, <laughs> like he had too many sandwiches, and he's like, can I just work it off, man? Like, maybe I'll do Come on, Brian, you don't, like, you don't know how to make a, a sandwich? Idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, sh- 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 they look good sandwiches too. I, I'd be very happy with a sandwich from there. Well, that's why he ate so many and worked up that big debt. Now he's in in the hole. Might be a side hustle. Yeah. Or it's like his brother or something. Yeah, it'd have to be a family member. He's a big sandwich person and that's just it. Yeah. Do you guys think, because I love a free sandwich, honestly. uh, uh, How many uh, are you uh, getting? Yeah, I've, I've never <laughs> got a free sandwich, and my <laughs> surname's Earl. Surely Earl of Sandwich um, is an easy, easy sell for people. Let me tell, let me tell you something, guys. I wasn't going to bring this up because uh, I didn't want to just kick off this pod with some outrageous boasting. But the, you are Jared um, from Subway, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's hope, hope not. <laughs> well, the, um, did he turn out to be a pedophile? Yeah, Big time. that's exactly Big why time. Ben is not going to be um, Jared from so, Subway. Not the greatest so the, rap. The sandwich shop across the road from where I work at SBS is one of those old sandwich shops that just sort of has like a bunch of tubs with condiments in it and, uh, and white bread and that. And sometimes when I'm feeling real hungry, I ask for two sandwiches and the lady giggles, laughs, says uh, something about how I'm going to get fat and then doesn't charge me for the second one. I would say 50% of the time. Wow. So, yes, that's when I get a free sandwich, Matt O'Connor. You get a, yeah, just like Kevin from The Office. You get yes. a one sandwich hustle of your own. I think I know a new... This person is terrible at selling sandwiches. I, I just yeah, don't understand. I think, this. I, think, I think they're going under. Yeah, it's a like, bad business plan. It's like your little secret. She's, she likes being on the inside of it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's gotta, like gear we have. Who are, who are these voices? People, let's meet them now. Oh, okay, our first guest. No, it's good. Our first guest. Last time I was on the show, jokingly told me that she hated one of the other guests, and I told her I'll bump them. And then she told me she was only joking. Can you please welcome the most powerful woman in podcasting? <laughs> it is Zoe Kuzma. Hey, hello. And that person was Sam Taunton. And then we yeah. told him. And I was like, yeah. just so you know, Taunts. Wow. I, I would have you, had you bumped. Joshua, yeah. was, in a second, in a heartbeat, was like, was he's like, off. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't exist. Power. He's not even in my phone anymore. I don't know That's who you're talking incredible. about. Oh, it was, it was wonderful. I've never, I've never felt so powerful. Thanks for having me back. Not to stand up for Sam too much, but like I, I thought it's easier to replace a white man in comedy with a white man in comedy. That's that's all. That's all I thought. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I was going to demand that I'd only do this podcast if you only referred to me as a rapper. I didn't realise <laughs> that people like Zoe were <laughs> out here flexing even harder. Like that's full on. Yeah, I had you. You all have all been vetted, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's thrilling to know that we made the cut. Yeah. Yeah, oh, also, many didn't. Also joining us is a comedian who is the only person in the world who has their name. But I did find a Nigerian woman called Mata Okine on Facebook with very strict privacy settings. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's rapper Matt Okine. Hey, Mata Mata Okine, M A W T A. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I mean, Okine's not really a traditional Ghanaian name. It's sort of dad anglicised it to sort of well, you know. Yeah. Well, she's Nigerian, so I'm not sure. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, big big worlds apart. You know? Do you know, Matt, yeah. I once saw your name on a call sheet or a bill or something with an apostrophe between the O and K as <laughs> if it was like an Irish name. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? My grandmother, <laughs> up until, I mean, really, honestly, probably still, used to address my birthday cards with the apostrophe. <laughs> oh. That's my grandma. I'm like, Dawn, what? <laughs> 
Anyway, shout out to Dawn. Dawn Corn. Also joining us is a first time <laughs> to the podcast. He's a musician whose alias shares its name with a Perth t-shirt company. Can you please welcome its musician, Brent Griffin, a.k.a. Spod. Yay! Yay! Yay. And I also share my name with apparently like, uh, they're like chum things for fishing. So oh. if you Google Spod, like... That's what comes that's up. The first thing that comes up, these disgusting, they look like a bomb full of fish guts. Oh, so, you know, I'm, well, I'm mm. left at the top. You can buy one from the body shop. Uh, <laughs> just throw in the bath. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a bath bomb. Every yeah. night I, I bathe myself in fish guts. <laughs> and <laughs> finally, finally's comedian. Finally's comedian who shares his name with the head of audience growth and digital innovation for the Richmond Football Club in Melbourne. Can you please welcome from the feed NSBS, it's Ben Jenkins. Yay. Hello. I get that, guys, because I think that guy used to be at ABC. I, yeah, possibly. He gets a lot yeah. of my emails and I get a lot of his emails. Oh, right. right. Did, you, did you also used to get cop any flack for having the, the initials BJ? <coughs> Do you know what, Matt O'Kine? I sort of did. <laughs> I, sort, I sort of really did. And I'd, I'd sort of managed to not think about that for a while. <laughs> but I was talking I just, to my friend uh, Bridie Jabor about, about this very thing recently. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is so weird because my friend, his name is and he was always known as and then he moved away, moved to Brisbane, and then gave himself the nickname BJ. Gave it himself, like, <laughs> new city, and went, oh, yeah, my name's BJ. His middle name's John. It's like, what are you doing? Like, that's a... <laughs> okay. That's, but what about when... So much better. Have you, ever, like, I, have you ever met someone whose name... I remember we everyone used to call this guy Tex, um, and I thought that was his name. I literally, yeah. I, but for years I thought that was his name. And then it ended up it was like Christopher. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just from Texas in Queensland. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I've known you as Tex. In my head, you're Tex. Yeah. I thought you were like Tex Perkins or something. I knew right. a guy whose name was either Sean or Josh. And uh, we went, it was like at uni. And we were like, you're not a Sean. You seem more like a Josh. <laughs> But now, but then, and then we started calling him Sean Josh, but no one could remember which one was the real Even name and which was the, yeah, and so then he just became Sean Josh forever and it's like, I don't know, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's a surprisingly common thing. that ha- I, I thought we were really unique. At school there was a guy called Andrew and we were like, nah, you're Darren, you're Darren, and yeah. he was just Darren. But I think it's, it's, a thing, it's a thing that a lot of apparently quite cruel people do. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah. Just In rename hindsight. someone. Yeah. I'm going to strip you of your identity and decide yeah. who you are. Yeah, totally. The name that your mum loves doesn't exist anymore. Your parents, wrong. Yeah, yeah. you're now Freddo. Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Me Do. I'm going to read out status updates by the four of you. If you know who wrote these tweets, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get right. A point to the person actually wrote it if you're incorrect. So you can't lose points. So don't worry about getting it wrong. Okay, our Love first point. question is this one. I find old cables in my house that I know I should throw out, but then I'm like, nah, better keep it just in case someone comes around with a Nokia N95 and needs to connect it to the fax machine. Zoe. Yes, Zoe. Oh. I reckon that's Matt O'Kine. That is Matt O'Kine, yeah. Point yeah, classic Zoe. O'Kine yeah. gear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty tra- traditional O'Kind stuff. Yeah, hey? <laughs> that, that 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 is one tweet that has been flogged so many times by, it, it, like, it'll just be one of those tweets where I wake up and it's like those big meme sites have posted it again. Sure, yeah. sure. it just goes round and around. It's the gift that keeps on giving, except I get fuck all. 
Like, like, I'll be like, it's like, like, you know, some site like I am 30 as fuck will post it. And I'm like, wow, 2 million followers. Let's watch them. Okine followers roll in. Not a single person gives a shit. And I lose bots. And I'm like, this is fucked. I hate this whole system. I had a tweet. I had a tweet recently that did that thing, but it was worse than that. A teen reading it out on TikTok got more likes than <laughs> right. the tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I've got in um I discovered someone was like, have you like ever searched your name on TikTok? And I was like, no, I'm 36. Like <laughs> but they but then I did and they were like, you should. And there's like um grabs. I don't know if anyone else has this, there's grabs of my stand up as like uh audio oh, and there are yeah. teens who lip sync to it. Oh are doing your I doing your stand up wow. and they're like <laughs> it's now, so now Zoe, this is this is a podcast. Yeah, so. I know that was for, you <laughs> for the listeners at home. I was miming myself, yeah. but I couldn't. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. I can lip. I'm lip syncing myself right now. But yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> very tightly done yeah, yeah, yeah that's really. brilliant but yeah it's so bizarre it's like heaps of like teens in india doing my oh, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try and find it i've just joined tiktok so i'll so do weird. it yeah it's really odd. question two who called it a toxic workplace culture and not a staff infection oh uh eh, that is yes, a zoe coombsma special uh, yeah that, that sounds like zoe, a zoe yeah. coombsma yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got me <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever have you ever worked at a workplace, Zoe? Never, no. <laughs> <laughs> like at a proper work. Like have nah. you ever worked in an office or anything like that? I've, I mean, like I worked in my dad's office. Like, oh, okay. What was like, that? Like, well, he's a solicitor. He was a family. Well, yeah, he's a family lawyer solicitor. Mm. Um, in in the country. So I did a lot of photocopying. Um, putting things in envelopes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Zoe it. does not strike me as someone who's ever had to fill out expenses. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Did you do lots of I shredding at the office? Um, yeah, loved loved to shred. Yeah, that's the gr- yeah, it's the greatest. So I did that, but I, then I I worked in like just shitty hospitality jobs forever, like always just like cleaning up other people's vomit and um, then getting staying in the bar and getting wasted and then vomiting myself. That was that's yeah. kind of my mm-hmm. workplace. Of yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> You've got to. That's that's renewable energy, actually. <laughs> All right, question three. I'm going to use my time in lockdown to work on becoming completely demented on the internet. Zoe. Yes, Zoe. I think that is our friend BJ. <laughs> oh, it is. Yes, it is, Ben, yes. Yeah, it do be like so that. Well. It do be like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm finding this So far, lockdown. so good. Yeah, I reckon I reckon people have been pretty sane on lockdown this year or this time. Uh, I've been trying to teach myself to draw, which uh, has gone okay. My son this morning, he's like two and a half. He asked me to draw an apple, and I drew an yep. apple. And then he said, "That looked more like a quince." How the fuck does he know <laughs> what? what a quince looks like? This no, fancy he, little boy. Know know what a, <laughs> I don't know what a quince looks like. <laughs> he knows too much. I know what like quince oh, paste no. looks like. I don't know what I don't know what it happens. I don't know what well, a quince looks like before it's pasted. We like my my <laughs> wife, his mother. Uh, she's she's very into cooking, and I think that he probably possibly saw a quince. Oh there. my god! You're raising a little lord. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. So drawing not going great. <laughs> Question four: I'll be an emerging artist till the day I die. 
I'm going to say that's uh, uh, Matt. I'm yes, going to say that that's Brent. That is Brent. Yeah, yeah point there for Matt. Yeah. Kind of get my my tweets kind of give it away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're normally just about a. Uh, the guy marching to his deathbed, achieving nothing. <laughs> but I, but I saw, I saw that you were at, um, you you went to South by Southwest in 20, 2007. What was that like? I did. Oh, that was a, an absolute clusterfuck. Oh, why? <laughs> oh, it's just a nightmare. Like, well, I thought it was supposed there, to be like the of... coolest place in the world, kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, like it was fun. Like we got wasted and got in a lot of trouble. But from an artist's point of view. It's it's a bit of a waste of time, but I'm really glad I went. It was fun. Well, because it's like a market, really, isn't it? But yeah, it's just you know, like you sort of need sort of a platform sort of pushing you. And I just went and had a bunch of shows. I played with Thomas Dolby, which was hilarious. He like you know Thomas Dolby that blinded me with science. No. He's the um, man from I'm the speakers. Old. But um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was it was funny, but it was um. I can't remember too much of it. Yeah, I remember going to Montreal Comedy Festival off the back of a massive splendor, and um, I was not match fit. Yeah, yeah. Man, Montreal. I, I was going to say Montreal's bombed. the same. It's the worst. It's but it's. Don't you feel like Montreal is like those sort of markety things? That I imagine South by Southwest is the same. It's sort of like you feel like you're the entertainment at someone else's work conference. Like it's not yeah. about you at all. Yeah. It's just they're having, there's like, you know, suits having meetings and then in the background is you going, ah, so I'm a lesbian. Um, yeah. uh, but isn't it, is isn't it kind of like, like, isn't it kind of even worse than at like a work conference because also the disinterested people could change your life forever like well yeah, yeah like i mean you want, you, want to be, you want to do well i mean it is it's like the it is it's a really big it's a big festival there's huge names there you know like you anywhere you look you're gonna see chelsea handler or, or yeah you know so, someone like you're just bumping into so many incredible people but then like <laughs> it's also this thing where it's like i just it's the first time in ages i've, I've been gamed by like other comics like it's weird you know yeah. we all know each other now so it's kind of like any gig you do in australia and everyone just knows each other and no one's trying to like be better than each other yeah but in, in montreal it's like everyone's trying to flex so hard backstage and on stage and in the green room that like oh man I, it's yeah, a real I just, staff I infection it. it's yeah. real, staff <laughs> really infection. Is. real staff infection it's it's sort of yeah i <laughs> i just giggled then because i just remembered being like quite stoned in the middle of the night with reese nicholson and um, we got into an elevator. Like we, they had this like bagel stand in the hotel, and you all stay in the hill. It's so bizarre. But we like got these bagels and like went in the lift, and we we're like, I just hope we don't run into anyone that we know. And we went in the lift, and then the lift door opened, and like all the cast of SNL <laughs> walked into the lift, and we were just like, Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> absolutely paranoid and like oh it was yeah it was wild but yeah a lot of those things like south by it's like a festival of broken dreams yeah you yeah. see a lot of you know just peddling in people's you know hopes and uh the almost yeah, it's, it's kind of depressing grim yeah yeah so anyways if, are... if anyone from jfl is listening please yeah. I'll, I'll be there in 2022 if you'd <laughs> oh, like, happy, if i'd happily like do the podcast there yeah, guys go so hard uh, splendor this time all right next question when is MasterChef going yeah, to do a cookie bake? You were being awfully bay? quiet then, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I do as a host. I let, I let the guests shine. Bad mouthing anyone. I, I let the guests shine, Matt. That's what it is right, about being go, a host, let's mate. Go. All right, next question. Question five. When is MasterChef going to do a Coogee Bay Hotel Ice Cream Sunday Challenge? 
That Zoe Kuzma, she's obsessed with that story. (laughs) 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 Greatest thing that's ever happened. Now, what a year. Do you remember what the headline was, Zoe? The Koji Bay Hotel, the plop thickens. <laughs> that was a, one of many, but the other, the main yeah. one, of course, was you made my mum eat poo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> For Amazing. our international listeners, now, Koji Bay is a suburb of uh, Sydney mm. where uh, the hotel there apparently served a family shit in their Sunday. That was apparently... Did we get to the bottom of it? Did, yeah. the, did the test, did the lab results come back that there was shit in no, there? No, it was definitely because I remember. They, no, it went, I, it was I, a, it, the news cycle went for months and it yeah. was, they took it to, um, they took it to the police. Then they took, they took samples of it. They went it to, to a lab. They were like, we don't know whose poo it is, but it's definitely poo. And I think at a certain point they were like, the poo belongs to a woman. Like it was just this unfolding. <laughs> Because like, so, so, yeah. I work at the project. It was so good. So my job at the project is sometimes uh, I, I have to pitch the stories for the funny, like, hey, and then this happened at the end of the series news stories, and I have to pitch those. And the big thing always comes up to me goes, it's on at 6.30, Josh. We can't do shit every night, okay? Like people are eating their dinner. We can't just do poo. And then the, d- the day of the poo jogger was the most exciting day because it went from me going, oh, oh my God. then my there's God. also this and going, this is not going to get in to, oh, that's in, to not only is it in, it's now a huge story. We're leading the show with the poo jogger. And it was like just <laughs> for the writers in there that day, we were just like, this is the best day of our life. This is so good. Yeah. Question six. Someone who lives in Germany told me that it's extremely commonplace there for couples who share a bed to have separate dunas. This strikes me as the absolute dream, and I'm surprised it hasn't caught on here. Matt. Yes, Matt. I'm going to guess that's a Brent tweet. No, that's Ben. Point there for Ben. Ah, ah, gave it a shot. <laughs> I just I felt... Me. I don't know. For some reason, I felt like you would, you'd be a separate duna kind of person. Oh, you know what? I was just listening to that enthralled. I was like, that, that sounds great. It is great. I'm totally it down is, for this. I'm telling you, it's incredible. Although I don't do it anymore because my wife doesn't like it. Yeah, I oh, wouldn't like that. We're, uh, we've got a sick kid. Oh, not a sick kid, but he um, doesn't sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mentally, mentally sick. So we sleep <laughs> in separate beds all the time anyway. So I'm like, well, we've got separate dunas. Yeah, you've got the system <laughs> down pat already. Yeah. Yeah, you Which don't want to like, have the same duna on separate out. beds. Yeah, yeah, co- totally different room. <laughs> that wouldn't Extra work. Extra big doona, <laughs> two separate single beds, trailing yeah, through the hallway, the kid bouncing on the on the doona in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very Doctor Seuss about all this under the doona. Oh my god! All right, question seven. When you're twenty, fifteen people could turn up to your house at any moment. But when you're thirty, it literally takes two months of planning to see a friend. Bam. That's, yes, ben. that's Matt O'Kine. That you feels like correct, Matt O'Kine yeah. to me. So yeah, again. Matt O'Kine. Saw that one on 30 as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one that keeps doing the rounds, though. Yeah, it is. yeah. It's, sounds like it. And every single comment under the... Um, every comment is like, wait till you're 40, then all your friends uh, are oh. dying. Oh. Snore. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. The death Ah, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> But it is true. I mean, I used to live in a gross-ass share house in, when I'm in my 20s. And just any day, anything could happen. You know, anyone could yeah. come yeah. up. You just didn't know. And it was just totally normal for a party to, to start. 
I reckon it's a small town thing where you just drop in unannounced. My mum still just does the drop in unannounced to her friends and they're all fine. And I'm like, if someone did that to me, I would fucking lose my mind if someone <laughs> oh just God. dropped in. I would I would honestly yeah. do the kind of the phantom thread speech of like, are you here to kill me? Do you have yeah. a <laughs> I, I, yeah. If I'm answering the door, if you've knocked and you haven't said anything, I'm answering yeah. the door and know that I have a knife in my hand behind me. Okay, I'm ready. Just in case. We, uh, we moved down to Tassie and down here, people just pull up out the front of your house in the car and you have to go out and see them. Well, that's... <laughs> they'll, just, they'll just wait there in their car and go, oh, all right. See, that's where, stuff down, that's where out, my mum's from, Brent. Whereabouts in oh, Tassie? Really? Whereabouts Fucking in Tassie? Upside downtown. Your mum's, your mum's house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought I noticed your room the, was fair. the Ween posters in the back. Mum loves Ween. Uh, okay. All right, next question. I've always said come together is about wanking with your mates. And look at me now, losers. I was bloody right all these years. What a time to be alive. Zoe. <laughs> yes, Zoe. Brent. Yes, you are yeah, correct. That was Zoe. <laughs> was yeah. it me? Yeah, it was you. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm like, oh, that, that's that's a cool tweet. What is "Come Together"? <laughs> the Beatles song. The Beatles. Ah, uh, yeah. That's is it about that? Cut. I don't know, but every time I heard it, I, I always it has to be. Come it's like together. "Come Together" right now over me, and I'm like, Paul, Paul loves it. And, and the story was that Paul McCartney came out like about five months ago, saying that uh, when the Beatles were starting off, and they were playing in Hamburg. They would stay in a room, and he and John would quite often masturbate in front of each other. What? Why not? Yeah. Did that? Did when he it, really when say in Hamburg. That? Yeah. So Paul, my, my, wait, Paul McCartney came out and said that. Sorry, Sir Paul McCartney came out and said <laughs> that he. What he was and the John, question that prompted that? I love that. Are you having you, a good Paul tour? Paul McCartney, bless you, Sir Paul. Because my tweet about it was the Off White album, but uh, didn't get as much traction as Come Together. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think, but, you know, like, did he sort of suggest that they, like, stood in front of each other and did it or that they just happened to be staying in the same dorm and they would do it? And they were in the same room and then, see. yeah, they were in the same room and they would just do it, like, they will just wank in the room. Not like, hey, John, check this out. What do you think? Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So check out my, check out my new release. They must have had a little cuddle at some point. Don't you reckon? The Beatles yeah. and then all that time, all those drugs and things. They, they would have. I just, I just love the idea of when the song would have started to, like when the lyrics would have first started getting written and yeah. John and Paul would have looked at each other like, <laughs> we know what this is about. Well, it's good my my tweet is now verified. So. Yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> good to know. And All over right. me, I guess it's written from the perspective of a sayo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's Ringo. Ringo. Poor Ringo. Ringo. On the bottom bunk. <laughs> yeah, on the bottom bunk. It's the bottom yeah. bunk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Did we ever get to the bottom of why all shoe repairers also cut keys? Did we ever sort that thing out? Zoe. Yes, Zoe. Matt O'Kahn. Does sound like Matt, but it's a Ben Jenkins. Oh, you know was... No, but you're right, Zoe. I have ri- I have written a tweet like that before as well. Have you? Oh, was yeah. I years ago though? I can't even remember. Like I can't remember when. But it, it's one of those things that, or maybe it was a joke I put in my in my notepad. But anyways, it's true though. Like, it how is. Did this happen? <laughs> I had some unhelpful replies. Somebody was like, "I think some of the machines are the same," and I was like, "Absolutely not. <laughs> the machines well, aren't the same. Not yeah. anymore." So it's all like watch repairing, cutting keys, doing shoes, engraving. Yeah, it's fiddly stuff. All, yeah. yeah. Fiddly engraving. Things. It's all fiddly stuff. 
Yeah, my, my guess, good. my guess would be that back when steel cap boots were a thing, everyone's oh, shoes yeah. were made like out of steel caps and stuff. They would have molded steel and made keys. That's my guess. Well, because traditionally cobblers would use like, like little nails. That's like mm-hmm. little metal Go on. situation. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit sort of key-ish. Little I just bits imagine of someone metal with a nail. They, will, they probably did horseshoes as well, you know, banging out and with na- with sure. hammers. And- yep. I love yeah. these chats about the olden times. <laughs> you know. This still doesn't. Cobble this chats. still doesn't explain why no one's invented a shoe with keys in it, though. <laughs> I'm sure Maxwell's smart. <laughs> You'd think. I mean, we've, we're doing it the whole wrong way around. The, the lock should be down. Open. The lock should be right at the bottom of the door and you just walk up to the yeah. door and kick it yeah. and then it opens with your shoe All doors key. open inward. Yeah. 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 yeah that's... So anyways, get your shit together, locksmiths. Oh no, wait, locksmiths aren't doing it. No, yeah. the, the bloody cobblers. 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 All right, and our last question for the first round. Did you know in Australia every fancy room with a brass doorknob is full of the biggest sooks and whingers you've ever seen eating nice canapes and crying about something mean someone said to them in 2004? I swear to God. Matt, I'm going to guess that that's Brent. No, that's Zoe Coons Mar. Oh, what? Yeah, sooks oh. and whingers was what gave I it thought, away for me. I, I thought Brent was laughing at his own tweet because you really started cracking up. I was like, yep. Yeah. No, I'm just having a good time listening to these hot tweets. <laughs> I don't. What mood was I in that day? <laughs> a wordy, I think it, wordy. Think, think you just mood. been to a to a to a fancy party? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take them down when I get back on Twitter, mate. It's like, yeah, so can we break it? Sooks and whinges. <laughs> Mike, can we break it down? Oh, what, what is it? Down. Every door with a brass door hand. Every door with a brass handle. Brass door knobs. Yeah. Have a bunch of sooks and whinges. Eating nice canapes, crying about something about someone said to him in 2004. I think I was just yeah. saying rich people are the whinges. You, it sounds to me like you went to a bad party. Yeah, and yeah. You got you got real jaded by, by it all. I don't that's know what I was talking about. That's a tweet that you did at the back of an Uber on the way home yeah. while you were cranky about something. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like the kind of tweet that people were tweeting as soon as the 140 characters got blown yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, oh, hell yeah, I'm just going to, I've got words, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. B- before that would have been, I hate brass doorknobs. And now it's like, now it's huge. <laughs> Don't disclose the date for that tweet because someone, one of my friends will be like, hey. Hang on a <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the end of that round, the scores are Brent. You're on zero points. That's all right. It's still a long game. I've just been enjoying. enjoying That's good. I'm glad. Matt, you're on one point. Zoe, you're on four points. But but in the lead on five points, it's Ben Jenkins. Done. Wonderful news because I came here to win. (laughs) That's good. All right, this round is called holiday. It'll be so great. Now remember, travel. What a time to be alive. And this time. We reminisce about when we were allowed to do it. And today we're talking about a young Ben Jenkins who was travelling across South America. But while travelling through Argentina, Ben was staying at a man's house. A man who made a wild claim that Ben knew was untrue, but Ben was too polite to confront him. But what was the claim? Was it A, he told Ben that the house had no toilet and he had to go outside or into town? Even though Ben heard a toilet flush a few times when the man went into a room that Ben was told was just a wardrobe. That's A. (laughs) B. The man told Ben that he was Madonna's ex-boyfriend. Ben asked if he had any photos of the two of them together and the man replied, no, I burnt them all as it's too painful. Even though Ben could see (laughs) in the guy's CD collection he had two of her albums. Or C. 
the man claimed he had no knees. Even though he was wearing shorts, could bend his legs, and Ben could clearly see the man had knees. Now, one of these is true. You have to bear, ask Ben as many questions as you want, try and get the truth out of him. But bear in mind, he wants to get it incorrect. So he gets the point. You can all answer individually. You don't have to answer as a team. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. So with the toilet one. Yeah. When did you, did you go in? Did you discover the toilet? No, I never saw the toilet because the toilet was, I realised, sort of like an ensuite. So I think the reason he lied is he didn't want me going through his bedroom. That's where he said the cupboard was. And where did so you where go, did go to you the go toilet? To the toilet? There was a pub about, like a little like kind of like, um, not pub, like a restauranty thing that served beer, maybe 15 minutes walk away. Did you piss on the street at all? But no, because we were staying, it, the, it was this, I can't remember, Cabo Cabo Polonia or something. It was this like peninsula. Um, so it was by the beach. So there's plenty of places to piss. But if I needed to do a poo, I'd be walking to the pub. And How long did you stay there for? For a week. And wait, Five why days. were you staying in this toiletless place? Like, was it a B&B or? It was a B&B, yeah. B&B, I was, on, I was, no I was traveling with I was traveling with Kirsten Drysdale and Angela Voipier. <laughs> uh, and they organized it. One of them. And, Wait, where um, were they staying? Where were they staying, and where were they shitting? <laughs> that, they they were in the same they were in the same place. Okay, but were, wait. But so you two women. That you were travelling yeah, with. They would, they would walk to the pub. Organised a toiletless place. They didn't know it was toiletless. Because mm. <laughs> I'm sauce. not seeing ladies going like, yeah, I'm going to piss on the street in Mexico or whatever. You would or assume Argentina. Argentina. the first we thing you would do, the first thing you would do if you found out, they said, like when you turn up to the Airbnb and they said, by the way, there's no toilet here and you were due to stay there for seven days, you'd be like, Five. oh yeah, cool. Buy, and then you would well, just... it was a pretty remote seaside community, right? This wasn't like this was a B&B, there wasn't like a hotel or anything like this. I raised all this with them, I should say, and because they'd made the booking, I feel like they felt like they just had to deal with it, and they did. All right, how old was the, was the guy? Sorry, can I ask questions or is it just Zoe? Yeah, no, yeah. everyone can ask questions. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Not just me. How old is the guy? He would have been like 55. Mid fifties, sixty. What were the two Madonna albums? One of them was, I don't remember. I don't remember the other one, but one of them was a greatest hits, which I thought was very funny, because you wouldn't have a greatest hits if you were really into the Madonna immaculate and, collection, right? Yeah. Did he say when he dated Madonna? He said sometime in the eighties. Sometime in the eighties. All right. Well, and I want to point out that he brought this up unprompted. <laughs> When? It was like a sp- well, when I mean, we, you like would. Brace- <laughs> yeah, you would if you dated Madonna in the eighties, you'd fucking bring it up all the time. Basically, yeah. be, he, yeah, opening statement. You yeah. don't need to be prompted for that. Yeah, basically, he um, sat down with us, gave us a drink when we walked in. We didn't know anything about the place, and he started with basically started with, you know, Madonna. And we were like the singer. And she was, he was like, yes. Or the, the mother of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clarify, please. Uh, she, I, used to, I used to date her. And I was like, when? And he said in the 80s. And I did. Like, I didn't. Uh, Josh makes it sound like I was like, give me photos now. But throughout the evening, I was like, hey, do you have any photos of you with Madonna? That would be cool to see. And that's when he said, no, it was too painful. I had to burn them all. And then a couple of days later, I saw that he stole the albums. Same. 
So how did how had this Argentinian man met and like why was how did how did the relationship happen? He said that when she was touring in Buenos Aires, he went to see her and he knew a bouncer and the bouncer like let me be clear, right? I'm not lying, but he's definitely lying. <laughs> he said a, boun- a bouncer mate of his got him backstage and they just, and he did this, connected. Classic Madonna. Class- yeah, classic yeah. Madonna. Anyone who goes backstage, it's a relationship. She was like, well, well, you know a bouncer. You've, you've already impressed me. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely see, was he attractive? Yeah, yeah, he was actually. So he's like a sexy Argentinian man. She's on tour. She's Madonna. She's yeah. got a book called Sex. Like, sure. Yeah, but I mean, you know in, my, she... in my experience, superstars don't like <laughs> just welcome with open arms some random dude that walks <laughs> off the street. I will <laughs> say he was like pretty horny though. You know? What did he do? I don't, I don't know why I'm trying to convince you that his version of events happened, but I will say that he was. He <laughs> yeah, was we're just shitting on this guy. Now. <laughs> I will say that he was like fairly charismatic. I have no idea what he did. I just know he ran a B and B now. Right. Okay. I don't know what he did at the time. He did something that meant that he knew a bouncer, though. Well, okay, so Hell let's yeah. get on to the knees. Um, <laughs> was was there any indication that he, in fact, like could be lying that wasn't? About to like his knees connected to his body. Were there knee boards present? What are you Did about? he ever wear <laughs> knee pads? No, he had. If he had the, the most normal legs I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay, and and by that is quite knees. a compliment, by the way. What? How did he say that? Also, like, what you were having a beer, and he's like, "I got no knees." Like, what was he? <laughs> How does someone? Hey, can you pick that up for me? It's like oh, I would. <laughs> no, it was it was it was kind of like what, it, 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 it was kind of like that. He was like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't move around very much because, as you, as you can see, I have no knees. What? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, is he, that like someone saying like you know like oh I can't wear those jeans like I'm all thumbs? No, you know like absolutely is that, that not. sort of thing. But obviously, they a- have an ass. Absolutely not. not. He said, I have no knees. And then what and, did you say? I said, oh. <laughs> I see. <laughs> and then Ange, who was quite stoned at the time, was like, hang on, what do you mean you have no knees? And he was like, knees, I have none. <laughs> and then knees like an Argentinian off. word for something? No, <laughs> we thought about that, but over the course of the five days, he brought it up again and again and again. And on the first day, on the first day he told us he was wearing long pants. So we were like, oh, maybe he doesn't have knees. Maybe he like maybe he's like maybe what he's trying to say is that he's lost his leg from below the knee. But then the next day he was wearing shorts. So maybe he's just saying that he didn't. His knees don't really work very well, and that was just a translation thing. Did he say how you know, he how he hurt his knees or lost his knees? Do you know what was never clear, Matt? It was never clear if he was claiming whether or not he was born without knees or whether or not he lost his knees. But I'm telling you, it wasn't a translation thing. He definitely believed or wanted us to believe that the thing on your leg where it bends he didn't have so kneecaps yeah maybe kneecaps or maybe like he had no cartilage in his well well me and me and uh me and kirsten and and uh and did discuss this at length and we thought that if he didn't have kneecaps we don't think he could have been able to walk which he absolutely did and did he have mobility issues no not in the i wouldn't say he was like spry but you wouldn't look at him and say, now there's a man missing a 
big part of his legs. Uh, Argentinians are very into their football. And we've mm-hmm. seen, uh, you know, they love people love sliding on their knees when they <laughs> when they score goals. Well, he slid he only them takes off, like he, he just like grated his knees off on the soccer field. <laughs> he scored that They're many goals that he's just and his kneecaps have just been worn away like an eraser. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's do it. it all again. <laughs> Happens he all slid, the time. He slid right onto a cheese grater. It was tragic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hayden Quinn did a good tweet about that recently about bad grass. Anyways. Let's lock in some answers. Okay, uh, Zoe, what do you think? A, B or C? I'm going with the knees. You're going with the knees, okay. Uh, Brent, what do you think? Oh, uh, A. A? Okay. Oh, look, I'm going to go for no Madonna toilet. just to make it interesting. All right, the correct... Can I just say, Josh, before you reveal that, yes. that was the most fucking stressful <laughs> 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm glad you've come. I, uh, really, I really didn't... I really didn't Factor in how much energy it would take to lie <laughs> for so long. You did really well. Look, yeah, I, I believe. I, I honestly believe you. I, I don't all know of which them, one it honest. is really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm very thankful that people come on the show and are prepared to lie for me. So the correct answer was C. The man said he had no uh. knees. So a point for Zoe. <laughs> two Yay! points for Ben. <laughs> No yeah, knees. you had the least amount of details on that. So, well, yeah, I just feel like that's something that, translation-wise, like he's got, he's like, I have no knees, but it means he's like, I've got no cartilage in yeah, my yeah, knees or I've something. Hurt my knee I think once. I think I really fucked myself by saying that Kirsten and uh, Ange were there for the toilet thing because you're right, they would have just <laughs> they <would> not <laughs> no way, that. no way. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Brent still on zero points. Matt, you're yeah. still on one point. Zoe, you're now on five points. In the lead, even extending Woo! his lead on seven points. It's Ben Jenkins. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong, so they get your point. So, to Ben now. When Matt O'Kine supported Dave Chappelle, Matt was so nervous about what to call him that he ended up calling him Dan because he mixed Dave and man together. But it turned out to be the best thing because Chappelle thought it was the funniest thing he ever heard and roasted Matt about it and then invited him to hang out afterwards, which none of the other support acts around the country got to do. Yeah or nah? You can ask him questions. It does feel like the sort of thing that like a Matt O'Kane's brain in free fall panic would do. Dude, um, you don't understand how scared I was when, when I met him. It was like I was so nervous. I remember Craig, my manager, was standing next to me at the time. I was getting money out from an ATM and I was supposed to be supporting him that night and he goes... Dude, I don't want to freak you out, but Dave's just down there, and we both absolutely panicked. And and I and I like I didn't know what to do. And then we walked past Your him, and that's when it happened. Oh man, we were both like we we both really liked it, liked him, you know. So I was like, oh, oh. I've never felt like that before. It was pathetic. I tell you what, the only thing that's giving me pause is that I've never heard this story before, and I feel like it's the sort of thing I would have heard from you, like in 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 person or material, but. It does have a flavour of truth about it. So I'm hey, listen, truth. listen, I didn't date Madonna, all right? It's not the stories <laughs> I lead with whenever I go out anywhere. That's not what I heard. <laughs> yeah. That's not what she's telling people. I heard it was Sean Penn, Dennis Robin, Matt O'Kine, in that order. That's what I heard. Right, you got to say, yeah, are you, Ben? I am, yes. The correct answer was, nah, Matt wasn't that uncool. He was very cool uh, right. around Chappelle. But you were, you were worried about what you were going to call him, right? 
Yeah, I didn't know what they'd call it, man or bro. Like, hey, 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 hello, David. I didn't, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> David's nice and respectful. That's good. But actually, you know what's funny? We were backstage at, at the Adelaide. Um, it, it, this is where we f- I first supported him in Adelaide. And we were backstage and people were like smoking weed and drinking after the show. And me and Nazim and like, uh, I don't know if Luke McGregor was there at the time. But we were kind of all like nervous, just sort of watching him, David, what? his entourage Luke, do his Luke, thing. Luke McGregor nervous? No. No. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and like there's like there's all these like rap playing and stuff like that. And this is backstage in the in the convention center, you know, green room or whatever. And just and then and then suddenly like the rap stopped and um and then like this song came on and I'm like, hold on, I know that song. And Dave like stopped talking to whoever he was talking to, ran over to his iPod and quickly pressed next on the on the iPod, and then like another rap song started coming off. And I was like, "Dude, was that was that Crowded House?" And he's oh. like, "Come on, man, I'm 40 years old." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what he's doing when he's not you know in the club. He's chilling out to take the weather with you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. Speaking of music and meeting people. So, Matt, to Matt. Now, in 2003, Brent was the opening act for Duran Duran on their Australian tour. Each night, he would go out there and get booed by Duran Duran fans. And even after the tour had finished, he would receive death threats from Duran Duran fans because he had occupied their time for half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or nah? I'm going to say, oh, look, okay, wait. Which, how, how many dates? Brent? Uh, three. Okay, which venues? Uh, the Enmore, yeah. Brisbane Entertainment Centre and the Metro in Melbourne. And, um, and we, we were put on because, remember, uh, do you remember the band Lotel? Yes, Teenager oh, of the Year. Deep, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, they pulled out the night before. So I was on stage at Home Bake. Someone walked, as I walked off, I got asked if I wanted to play with Duran Duran tomorrow night. And I said, oh, yeah, of course. So we packed up, we went straight to Brisbane, went backstage. It was like, you know, they thought we were a full band, I guess. So it was like huge spread, bottles of vodka, two dressing rooms. And we're like, this is great. So we go up and get on stage. I don't know if you know, I I got a bit of a potty mouth on the old old mic. (laughs) And so, and I see sort of a commotion in the crowd. And then I grab a towel and I wipe my face with it while I'm playing. And then their road manager came, comes over and basically sort of pushes me and grabs a towel mid-song and says, no one touches Simon Le Bon's towels. <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a great start. And then, um, yeah, I got pulled off after 20 minutes because we uh, had too many complaints of parents uh, with their kids there saying, this is garbage. We can't have this guy <laughs> ruining our big night out. And during that set, during it, there was a fight in the audience of like people who are, you know, on my side versus 5,000 people turning around screaming at each other. So it was, it was quite a vibe. Was, did this happen at every one of the three gigs or just the first one? So that was the first one. The second one was in Melbourne. Okay. And yeah, that was more of like a gladiator kind of vibe because it was a smaller venue and a lot more angry men there who were just... Really unhappy. Angry men at the and white shorts. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say yeah. I think that happened. Yeah, Matt, you yeah. are correct. This is a true story. Yes. Yeah. Point there, yes. Matt. Yeah. I was dropping way too many facts. <laughs> 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 it just sounds like it sounds like something that would happen. 
Yeah, it was the best experience of my life. I wish I best. could have seen that. Seeing I know, right? Spod <laughs> support Duran Duran. Wow. I saw you around this time, Brent, as Spod at Revolver one night, and you, yep. your, your band did this great thing, and I still talk about it, that all the band were wearing uh, metal T-shirts, like, and after every song yeah. they would remove one of the T-shirts and there'd be another metal band T-shirt underneath. And then for the last song, <laughs> the guitarist or keyboardist just took off like 20 tops in a row. It was like still, <laughs> a, a, it was a great, a great, great gig. He was prepared for a lot more songs than I. <laughs> were, I'm, were, I'm tired. <laughs> were you doing the T-shirt stuff for Duran Duran? Uh, no, I didn't get time. Uh, yeah. I think I took my shirt off just to give it yep. a little taste. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, you, you got the point there. Now, to Brent. Sometimes Zoe Kuzmart will let her fingernails grow long then she'll have a bath. Then she'll sit in bed and bite them all as if they are a delicious digger station meal. Yeah or nah? <laughs> so when, like, will you swallow them? No, I'm not a monster. <laughs> well, it's not a meal. <laughs> no. Unless on a degustation you spit it out, I'm not sure. Yeah, she swishes. Yeah, and no, then I don't. Spits. I don't eat them. I just <laughs> bite. You know, I just bite them. She's got I, the little spittoon next to her bed, <laughs> filled with nails. Ding. Yes. You just hear the dings. <laughs> oh my god! She's always had a bath. It. She's like waking Old up in the night. Mouth. Yeah. Um, I so do. it's after a bath, so it's all you got supple nails and. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, they're clean. The they're clean is the thing. I'm a, I am a real nail biter and I tend to... Uh... Show me your nails. Give me a... I'm a real mm. nail biter. Zoe, have you had to do stuff on like in ads or like on a TV thing where they like make you hold like... Hold stuff. Yeah. yeah um, and you yeah. have to like hide your nails because they're so gross. Yeah, my, they aren't too gross. This is the thing. So I, I'm pretty like... I have a, a bit of a, a system worked out. So they're not like... They're not disgusting. They're like they're okay. Yeah, for the listener, there's a little bit of the white on top. Yeah, little bit. So yeah, so yeah, it's it's quite you a do well. it's a process of like you know, yeah, of restraint. Yeah. But um, COVID was really difficult though, and I think that's this, where this story comes from. Was like when everything sort of was like. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands all the time. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so anxious and all I want to do is bite my nails, but it's the one thing that I can't do. And so then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to save it up and then, like, just bottle in all that anxiety and then give them a good scrub and then go for it. So uh, yeah, Back, back to your thing, away. Matt, about doing, like, filming stuff where your hands are shown. I was in recently in a yoghurt commercial where they had to have a close-up of me holding yoga. And I have I cut my finger when I was in grade seven in cooking class and the scar tissue is built up around it. So it looks like I have a wart on my finger here, but it's not a wart, it's just scar tissue. And I was so <laughs> yeah, freaking out about... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like wart talk to me. Yeah, yeah. so are the, yeah, so are the sores on my, on my balls, mate. They're just scar tissue too. <laughs> but I was yeah. so anxious in the lead-up to this ad because I'd seen all the storyboard, how it was close up on my hand. And then I was like... And not a wart to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> no so... one wants to buy warty yoghurt, mate. No one's no. buying any. Well, it's one I of the main the selling points. Wart <laughs> I did the ad with Nina Oyama and then the rushes came back. No sign of the wart. No sign of warts. Oh, it's well all good. done. There you go. It's all good. All the stuff that I did on the um, on the weekly recently, all like there's there are a fair bit of like because I was playing opposite myself. There were often multiple me's, but every time you see my hand, often it's it's not my hand. It's a man's hand. Yeah. 
and we had, <laughs> there was like one guy on the crew who had quite dainty hands. So it was my hand double. That was Charlie Pickering's hands. Okay. Oh, so what yeah. do you think, Brent? Do you think is it yeah or do you think is uh, it nah? Yeah. Brent, this is a true story. Yeah. You get a point. You got a point, Brent. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the board. I mean, You're it's sort board. of true. I don't really do that. I sort of. Oh, so it's untrue. I don't know if yeah. <laughs> Maybe you don't relish it as much. Yeah. yeah. All right. So to Zoe now. Now, when Ben was a child, his siblings once glued a bunch of coins to him using acrylic nail glue. His parents found out later that night when they saw a coin sticking out from under his sleeve and Ben had to go to hospital to have them removed. Yeah or nah? How many coins? It was like there was like a coin... There was like a coin jar next to my bed and they just took the contents of the jar. So there was like, you know, they didn't all stick, but it was probably 10, 12. And which one stuck? Dollars, 10 or 12 dollars. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it was probably like, uh, yeah, I'm talking about 10 or 12 individual coins. Right. And what sort of, co- like which coins? Like 50 cents? Are we talking 20 cents? Five, what, was the one, what was the one that you had to get removed at the hospital? All of them. I'm like, like the, the mum saw, cause we were like, it was like one of those things where like, you know, when siblings are doing stuff and then all of a sudden like they're angry at each other and then all of a sudden they realize they've gone too far and then they have like United front where they're like, Oh, our parents must not know of this. So <laughs> I was wearing like pajamas and I'd covered most of them, but there was like a 20 cent piece that was glued to my wrist that was sticking out from there when I was having dinner. Mum was like, let me see that. What's that? A 20 cent piece. Hmm. Sounds big. And then how it? did they remove it? They had solvent at the medical centre. They had solvent at the medical centre? Yes. And it was just acrylic nail stuff. So your mum didn't have, like, nail polish remover or anything? Nope. Nah. Nah. Zoe, I think this you is are a nah. incorrect. This is a true story. You are <laughs> wrong there. A point oh, for bed, yes. what? I thought that was a nah for sure. Nah, it's true. It was in it was in retaliation for a prank war that I'd taken too far. Like my brother and I, I was probably like fourteen. He was he would have been like eleven, and we just had one of those days where we were just doing shit to each other all day. He filled my school bag with like talcum powder. Um, I like cable tied a bunch of stuff to a bunch of other stuff in his room. But then I took it too far when he came home from school. I pretended that I'd like cut myself really badly and like was bleeding everywhere. And he was 11 and completely freaked out and like ran down the street crying. And so my sister was like, okay, we'll get him. And so they glued, na- uh, they glued coins to me. I don't, I don't think they like really thought it through. Like my sister was just like, I've got this acrylic nail glue and we'll just find something. I'll hold him down. And the closest thing to hand was like this little dish of coins. Why'd they let the, oh, so they held, you let them? No, no, my sister, no, my sister was older down. than me and, and I was, you know, and remain quite a weak person. <laughs> and so. <laughs> and the prank was prank. that you could, you could never, him. ever <laughs> yeah. go through a metal detector. That's, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At the end of that round, the scores are Brent, you're on one point. Matt, you're on three points. Zoe on five points. We're on eight points is Ben. But All right, I'm still, coming back. They're still around to go. It's still anyone's game. Can I get five points in this round? Yeah, you could get ten points, Matt. All okay? right, here we go. All right, this round here is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'm going to read out ten questions about the four of you. If you think you know who, who it's about, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. So here we go. Question one. Who here had a job where they would go to high schools and teach kids how to juggle? Matt. Yes, Matt. That's Zoe. No, that is Ben Jenkins, a point off Matt. 
juggle. <laughs> I don't know. The you sad. do that physical theatre sort of stuff. I oh, thought yeah, you'd nah. be. No, I'm not a Matt nerd. thought the sad <laughs> thing like was nerd. about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, Matt. I'm cool. All right. Do I lose a point now? Yeah, you lost a point. That's all right. There's still nine to go. You can still you can still get it back. All right. Uh, all right. Next question. Who here, as a child, was a frog person? Really Brent. into ben. frogs. Yes, Brent. Zoe. Yes, it was Zoe. Yeah, point there for Brent. Oh, yeah. I am a nerd. Screams, screams, frog person. Frogs. Yeah. I, we, I used to catch them. Tree, we used to have tree frogs in our outdoor toilet um, when I was growing up, and I always used to name them after politicians. <laughs> oh, you're like this is Bronwyn Bishop. <laughs> uh, I thought you meant like this is Frog Hawk. Or... No, yeah. not even. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Next question: Who had a job in accounts for a government organisation? Who was doing the accounts for Matt. the government? Bam, bam, yes, Matt. Bam. I'm going to say Brent. Yes, you are correct. A point there for Matt. Yeah. I stink of it. What were you doing there? <laughs> Just like filling in timesheets, sending them out, saying. No, I worked there for. You. I, I, I was like a payroll manager for the government, for the Olympics and shit. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Until I got made redundant, cashed in. <laughs> oh, they are. Oh. I left school and pretty much stayed there for 10 years. Wow. Nice. Uh, throughout all, like, all the beginning of Spot and stuff, it was just all financed by the Australian government. Yeah, right. I didn't get a grant. I just got a salary and did zero work. <laughs> so I'm, I apologise for anyone who got over or underpaid for the Olympics or the Premier's Cup. <laughs> I don't think they'd want an apology if they if you overpaid them. I think that's cool. I only ever overpaid. Yeah, I was I was a good guy. All right, next question: Who at eight years old had a birthday party at a bowling centre where they got to take home a bowling pin? Zoe. Brent. Yes, Zoe. I believe this is Matt O'Kine. You are correct, Zoe. That is Matt O'Kine, yes. I was even trying to throw you by pretending to answer. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, I, if I look like I'm answering, they won't think it's me. <laughs> Shit. Got it. I oh. did. Milton Bowles, shout out. There's nothing cooler than being able to take home a That's amazing. That's I know. Until you realise that there's literally nothing you can do with it when you get home. No, you, 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 you need just got to go back nine. every year. Yeah, you got to go back every year until you're 18 to get the get the whole set. Yeah, yeah that's the problem. <laughs> My friend Dave wanted to uh, buy. He wanted to buy the bowling shoes. He wanted to wear them as shoes because he liked the look of them. And yeah. he kept on going Classic in, Dave. like going there. Like I reckon he went there every week for like three months. Saying, "Can I just buy the shoes?" And I go, "No, no, we don't sell them. No, 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 no." And so one day he just went in there and went, "Oh, I'll just play a game of bowling and just not collect my shoes." So he was prepared to pay like 40, 50 bucks for these shoes. And then he just paid $9 for one game and wore them, played the game and just walked out and wore his old shit shoes there. And it was like, yeah. There's a genius to that, i got to say. Yeah. yeah. Giving it to I the man, yeah. That. Yeah. All right, next question. Who here? Unless you got like sick Air Maxes or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who here once pissed their pants Sorry. in a toilet oh. cubicle? So they were in a cubicle and still pissed their <laughs> pants. <laughs> Matt. Yes, Matt. I'm going to say that's Zoe. That is Zoe, yeah. It's a point there for Matt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the kind of, the gender thing gives it away a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> Not oh, really. Yeah, it, it was more that you were just sort of sitting there, like, smiling as if you were remembering it. You it, know? Was a pr- <laughs> it was a proud moment. I mean, it was a shameful moment, but then I was quite proud because I was on a date and um, she, well, like at the pub group, but I was with a girl that I was seeing, and we... Um, 
we went into the toilet cubicles at the same time. She was in the next cubicle and I just didn't get my jeans undone in time and I was wearing skinny <laughs> jeans and I was like, oh, it's happening. It's happening now. <laughs> and then I just I fully pissed myself while carrying out a conversation with her and then I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I said, oh, hey. Oh, no, I just got a text from my friend. She's just broken up with her boyfriend. I'll meet you back out in the bar, but I'm going to have to have a conversation with her. So she was like, yeah, cool. She went out. And then I was like, took off my pants because, like, this is, I have have a big piss mark on my black skinny jeans. I took off my pants. I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? Make them all wet. I'm going to, I'm just going to cover up and make them all wet. So I unscrewed the top of the cistern of the toilet. So like I can't put it in the toilet water, but the, the in the cyst that's clean. So yeah. I unscrewed the top. MacGyver You're not it an off. animal. No, I took off my pants. What the fuck, Zoe? I, I took off my pants. I washed them in the thing, then wrung them out. So they're just all fully damp. Was there not a sink in the bathroom? <laughs> you can't take your pants off in a, a pub bathroom and wash them in the sink. No, I was like, I can't, I can't go out there. So, yeah, so I washed them in the cistern and then, you know, put that back on. And then I, like, went and stood under the hairdryer for ages. And then I went and I stood, it was in Adelaide, and I was, I stood, it was quite a warm breeze and I stood on the top of um of a hill like a little bit away from this girl that I was seeing uh just having like a quite like what looked like quite a serious conversation with my friend who'd broken up with her boyfriend apparently and then I went back to the table and immediately spilled a schooner on my lap covered it up covered it up still got laid <laughs> And then they realised there was no actual spill mark on your jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was already wet, already Hang soaking. On Hang on a second, and you uh. smell like piss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Who here was too scared to tell their parents they had tinea so they did nothing about it for a whole year? Zoe. Yes, Zoe. Ben Jenkins. No, that was Matt O'Kine. Point off, Zoe. No. Soz, mate. Yeah, that was me. I was just embarrassed. You know when you think you've done something wrong? Yeah. Like I, I was like, I can't tell mum that I've got tinea. She'll think that I've done something wrong. So I just I just lived with it for a year and my feet got so flaky and bad. Yeah. And I had to go to school. I had to weave. I'd get tissues and weave them in between my toes to stop, like just to soothe them. <sighs> for like a whole year I did this. And eventually I walked into mum's room one night. I just couldn't bear it anymore. And I just said... I think I've got I've done tinea. something terrible. <laughs> I, think, I think I've got tinea. And she was like, oh, okay. And then just got some cream from the drawer. And, and it was like away. gone in a few yeah. days. Yeah. I was like, fuck. It's funny though what like kids are f- afraid to like tell yeah. their parents. Like I, I, have, I have a friend whose kid is going through like a kind of hard time at school at the moment. And this friend was telling me that their kid is finding it difficult to open up about it. And I was like, I heard that just before I was putting my son Moses down to bed. And... <laughs> He's like only two and a half, but I said to him while I was putting him in his jammies, I was like, hey, buddy, I just want you to know that like, if ever you're sad, you can tell me, okay? And he went, I'm sad. And I went, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Go to bed. Go to sleep. (laughs) Such bad parenting. That was such bad parenting. He's given it a day. Yeah. <laughs> Believe him right on the spot. Right. Oh, so Next good. question. Whose first kiss was outside of Seagull World? Brent. Yes, Brent. Ben. Yes, you are correct. Oh, what do you think? That. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You, it, you, you got a Seagull World vibe. 
<laughs> <laughs> Who was it with, Ben? Can I Sonic, say... Sonic I the Hedgehog, right? The big it was statue with Sonic, of Sonic the it Hedgehog. Was, it, was, it was with Knuckles the Hedgehog. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm much. more of a Tails man myself. But anyway, you do you. Um, I actually... And I, I don't feel to- so bad about this because I doubt she remembers my name either. But I do not remember uh, what her name was. She was, oh. she was a friend of a friend. Oh, you don't remember wow. her name? No, I, I don't. I'm sorry. Was I, it I, daytime? Yeah, it was daytime. And were you drunk? No, I was like 12. All right, listeners. You if you, if you kiss his name. If you had a kiss <laughs> with a little boy what a out player. by Sega World. <laughs> what year are we talking? We're talking what, 2000? 2002? No. 2002 Sega World. If you kissed a boy called Ben out the front of like, Sega World. <laughs> no, 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 Wait, no, 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 that's yeah, you would have been like 2000? 12 You'd in have been 2002. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was 18 in 2004. So 1998, 99 is what we're looking for. Okay. okay. 2099. Right in. Right into the podcast. Let us know <laughs> if you had a little smooch with little Betty Jenkins. I had, I had a pash out the front of Seager World with a girl. Ooh, nice. I was a very <laughs> effeminate boy. It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Were you wearing a cashmere jumper? <laughs> Sounds like the sort of thing I would have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was me. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice to see you again. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad range. I could bring you together. All right, next question. Who here once overheard two nerds discussing how Big Bang Theory was offensive because the Sheldon actor wasn't a real nerd and was therefore doing nerd face? Matt. <laughs> yes, Matt. I'm going to say that was Zoe. You yeah. are correct, Matt. Yeah, point there <laughs> for Matt. <laughs> Only because of Zoe's use... Uh, Zo- I mean, and I'm Team Zoe as well. Hate nerds. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can't yeah. stand them. It was pretty good. It was the one moment where I was like, "Yeah, PC culture's gone too far." <laughs> but by PC doing... culture, I obviously mean like as opposed to Mac. Um, yeah. <laughs> to, to nerd. So did they? Did you actually hear people talking about nerd face? Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's it was actually. So funny. It was these two. Like, it was at a comedy. It was backstage at a comedy gig in uh, in New York, I think. And these guys were like, "Yeah, it's it's fucked, man." Because like the guy who plays Sheldon, like it's, it's just it's nerd face. It's nerd face. Like, and it's you know it's offensive actually because if you if you see him in interviews, the actor is like he doesn't even speak like that. And I'm like, yeah, he's an actor. What's happening? <laughs> Wait, what's um? Can I? Which one's Sheldon? Is he the guy from Roseanne? Oh no, Jim, he's the main no. guy, Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. Yeah, then the, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would, he's not that far. Yeah, from I was going to say he's not like. <laughs> but it's like I don't know. It's like them going like, do you know the guy, the actor who plays Darth Vader? Yeah. <laughs> he's not even like a. <laughs> he's not the even intergalactic like a spra- intergalactic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> The guy who does C-3PO isn't even a real robot. (laughs) Next question. Who here has a signed rundown sheet from the Steve Visor Tonight Show? Matt and... Oh, it could be Ben Jenkins, though, but I'm going to say Brent. You are correct. It was Brent. Yes, a point there for Matt. Yep. Yes. Yes. I'm coming back. And I got this mug. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Amazing. I yeah. love like so the go, right... I was like, does anyone remember the show? Like it's you know, I remember me up it because I'm old. Well, that's why I thought I was. I thought it could only be you because I don't. I think I just missed the Steve Vizard era. It's weird. Like I would have been like ten, really into Steve Vizard. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's I right. Mum that took that me step. to the show. But she got me a hat and. Oh, so this was from a taping and they gave me the sheet. rundown. Oh my god! Yeah, beautiful. I went up and I waited to meet him and oh god. 
Big Vizard guy. And our final question for the game. Who here had a job where they got to whisper in Lindsay Lowen's ear? Matt. Yes, Matt. I know that this is Ben Jenkins. You are correct. It was Ben Jenkins. Yes, a point there for Matt O'Kai. You make, you make it sound a lot more intimate than it yeah, was. Yeah, I know. It's cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. What yeah, was I, you, worked on, you worked on Masked Singer, right? Yeah, I was the panel producer on Masked Singer. So uh, I my, my, my job was um, uh, sort of being in, in Lindsay's IFB, the, the, the little earpiece thing, and sort of suggesting things that she could say and not say. Um, it was it was a very strange job. Well, because she was, was like, she, they're like, it's you know, uh, who? It's cricketer Brett Lee. Yeah, she. Why yeah. did yeah. she know? <laughs> she, every that was beautiful to watch. In fairness, she she did do a lot of research. She did too much research, I think. At one point, I had to pull her back when she was like, I think that's Mahalia Barnes. And I was like, there's no way that you know who that is. But, but she did. She did a lot of work. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just, just often, cause, cause one of the difficulties in that format is you have to make so many guesses every episode and they don't like it, you know, double guessing certain people, you know what I mean? Like you've got to come up with fresh names and it's really hard and it would have been much more difficult for her because she doesn't have like a wealth of Australian pop culture to, so yeah, my job was, uh, was, was sitting about, I don't know, a couple of feet from her, uh, in a little booth with a little microphone talking to her, uh, in her ear. <laughs> All right, at the end of the game, the scores are Brent Griffin, three points. Zoe Kuzma, five points. Matt O'Kine, seven points. But our winner on eight points is Ben Jenkins. Hey. Damn it. Well so done. close, Matt. I so really close. thought I'd come back there enough. You did very I good. I worked hard, but no, nah, fair enough. Well, good, well earned, Ben. Well earned. Now, Thank ben, you, guys. That was a real pleasure stuff, winning. BJ. Because you win, you can you can plug whatever you want to plug first. You got you got a podcast. You do a podcast. I've got I, I do a podcast with uh with Michael Hing uh, called Freedom of a Good Home, where we go through uh, classifieds and 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 chat about them. Um, it's better than it sounds, I think. Um, you re- you recently did a podcast with uh, John Gabris. Yeah, we did on a this podcast show a couple of times. Yeah, that was super fun and great, and we did one with Jesse Thorne. Uh, sorry, Jordan Morris and. Um, and yeah, it's it's been it's been a, a real fun little time uh, where me and Hing have had had time to do them more. So uh, yeah, it's called Free to Get Home, and it's on the internet. Sweet. Hey, hey, Matt, where can people find you? Got a new uh, hip hop EP out under my side project Boilermakers. I am a rapper now, so uh, listen to it, please. Spotify. Hey, the other thing uh, is my podcast. Matt and Alex is on Listener every single day. So uh, me and Alex Dyson, who you might have used to hear on us on Triple J, we got a daily podcast, so listen to that. Awesome. Hey, Zoe, where can people find you? Oh, I don't know. In my lounge room. Um, <laughs> uh, but don't drop around. Yeah. Don't drop over. That's no, too weird. You will be shot on sight. I don't how know. Many, how, um, how many hours notice before we can come around? It's seven at least. Seven hours, um, okay. I uh, what uh, I don't know. Watch my comedy special on Amazon. Uh, you know it's there, uh, or watch someone doing jokes from it. So an Indian <laughs> yeah, team improving on, jokes potentially yeah, with funny faces TikTok. and yeah. Yeah, I also I, uh, I just uh, I just got a toy poodle puppy, and you can follow him on Instagram. Yeah, have you got a dog a dog account? What's the dog What's the dog account name? Top Chef Poodle. His name Wonderful. is Top Chef. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. All and right. Brent, where can people find you? Oh, mate, you just get on the net. Just yep. check me out. Bod Zone, I think, on Instagram and stuff. I've got a song coming out next week. Hopefully, if I do it this afternoon. Oh, great! That's a bit of fun. Ooh. Awesome! It's a uh, it's it's a bit political. Oh, yeah. pretty. Is this gonna cool. is this gonna piss off the Duran Duran fans once again? Oh, yeah, they're gonna those 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 guys are gonna be livid. He's tackling yeah. it's called nerd Simon face. LeBon's towel. <laughs> Top Chef Poodle, eh? Yeah, Top <laughs> Chef Poodle. Hey, thanks everyone for playing. Hey, if you're out there and you want one of the, I got new merch. I got new t-shirts. Go to joshearl.com.au. I got nice new black t-shirts with my lovely face, but you can't really tell it's me. It's really cool. Thanks everyone for playing. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.